Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world. Broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world. BlakeRadio.com. Music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul from BlakeRadio.com. Well, boys and girls, it must be Sunday because it is time for Bedtime Stories with Aunt Jewel. And we're going to have a great show because it's going to be about the friendly Halloween fun. But first of all, we want to find out what kinds of things do you want to be? Here's Believe by the commotion. Tell me what you want to be when you get older. Fashion designer. I want to be a basketball player. I want to be one of the best singers. I want to be a modeler. I want to be a salmon. I want to be a singer. I want to be an actor. I want to be a have any teenage sisters or brothers, they're having a great time too because it is Halloween. And Halloween is a time that you get to be anything that you want to be. So whatever it was that you were thinking of that you wanted to do because you were talking about believing, you can have that costume and show the world what it is. We said that it was time to make believe and boys and girls, do you have some of those costumes ready? Can you wait till hmm Halloween to be able to show it off to let the world know what is it that you want to be? As we know, Halloween when it comes, it's usually pretty dark before you go out. So some of you already on the West Coast are still outside playing, and we can't even get you in to talk about the Halloween fun. But let's call them. Are you ready? Get that outside voice, and let's call them in, because I think they're outside. Well, it might be a while before we get some of the kids from the West Coast on, but they'll hear it hear this on a recording because maybe they might not want to come in. But you get to listen to us live. All right, boys and girls. Now we know that it is either good day, the West Coast, or it's good evening. And we want to make sure that mommies and daddies and grandma and nana and grandpa and poppy and aunts and uncles and people who just care. We want to thank you for letting us share your evening with you because we're going to have fun retiring the sun. And we want to thank also Blake Radio Network for being the radio station. So what is it that you want to be? Hmm. Have you thought about it? Well, one of the things that you've probably already seen me in my outfit, and that's probably what I'll be. And I will, of course, be by my door giving out the candy and goodies and being able to say hello to all the boys and girls, as well as read a story. 
So, boys and girls, why don't we get ready to hear about some of those dreams? And Dodie Benson sung this really great song. It's called If You Can Dream. I know that you've thought about this plenty of times because, after all, we talk about bedtime stories. that you can, and especially because you're on Bedtime Stories with Aunt Jewel, and of course we know that you go to sleep when you're listening to us, which is a good thing, because we want you to think about what is it that you want to be, and this is a great time to be able to have the trial run, because it's Halloween, and there's going to be all different types of costumes. Now, Poppy... <laughs> I know that Poppy is right there, and Poppy is going to be wearing his glasses, and of course he's going to be having his Laker base basketball jersey on and his hat and keeping score. And we know that some of you out there probably have your football jersey on and you're all ready to go, and that's what you're going to be wearing. Oh, we can't forget, there's a doctor. Oh, I know. We see Dr. Allen, and Allen is saying that he has his bag right with him. And I see Professor Searle. Now, Professor Searle, what is it that you're going to teach at the university? We also have a very special thing that we want to make sure that before the end of the show that we say happy birthday to... Aylin! Aylin is a teenager, so we know that Aylin is going to be dressing up for his special time with the Halloween party. What are you going to be, boys and girls? Have you decided what you're going to be? Well, it is quite a task to decide what you want to be. And with that, we have to make sure that we take a great deal of time to figure out what kind of thing would we like to Hmm, try on. I don't know. Well, in the meantime, it could be this, or it could be that, or it could be this, or it could be that. Well, oh, long list that we have to decide what is it that we want to be. That makes it a little easier because then we can look at all of the things and think about what is it that we would like to try on. Because that's going to be a lot of fun, too. Trying on all the costumes. Because we can't just think of, well, this time we want to be a police officer if we haven't tried on another costume. The same thing. If we don't even know what our bedtime list is because we have so many things to do, how do we know that we don't take go to bed and we haven't taken our bath? How do we know that we didn't brush our teeth when we went in and watched television? We don't know. What we do know is we listen to our bedtime list.
We do make lists because we want to make sure that we don't forget anything on the list. I know you've seen your mommy and daddy, your aunts and uncles, your nana, poppy, make lists so that they know that they will not miss anything. Oh, I already heard. Oh, there was Sleepy. Sleepy said that they write a grocery list. (laughs) I know that that's what you do. And if you go to school... You also see the teacher write a list on the board talking about what activities you're going to do that day. And if you're going to go out trick-or-treating, you have to have a list to make sure that you have all the things. One thing that we want to make sure is that we have something to give the boys and girls when they ring the doorbell. We want to make sure that they're happy and they're not disappointed when they come to your room because the light is on on your porch or at your house so they know that you're going to give something for them, the treat. And they are going to show you what exactly they have. You'll see all these costumes. You'll see all these little kids. You might even see some pets. That is kind of funny to be able to see pets. See what they're doing, dressing up. Wow. Have you decided what you're going to be? Well, we want to make sure that you know exactly what you're going to do. Well, I know that some of you are going to be having all kinds of books read to you and all types of books that are telling you all kinds of things about Halloween. Well, we're not going to disappoint you because, after all, this is bedtime stories. And we also don't want to disappoint Aylin because it is his birthday today. 
and he has to celebrate because he has so many friends that he wants to entertain. And a good day, too, because it's right on the weekend. Well, this book is called The Best Halloween Hunt Ever. Have you ever been on a hunt? I know that some of you said that you've been on an Easter egg hunt. (laughs) And that is a lot of fun, too, going all over the place, trying to find that special egg. Sometimes the egg has a treat in it, and sometimes the egg has some money in it, and sometimes an egg is just an egg. But it's still fun to do. Oh, oh, I hear Susan. She told me that she has an egg that has a gold egg. And if they found a golden egg, they were going to have a prize. Well, this is something like that, but it's called a Halloween hunt. Have you ever gone on a Halloween hunt before? Sure, if you have. But if you haven't, maybe this could be something that you could be able to do for your eat. <laughs> Funny me! <laughs> your Halloween party. And you might even have it at your house. Or you might even suggest it for your boys, your brothers and sisters. Or maybe you might even do this in school. But let's see what an Easter Why do I keep saying Easter? Your Halloween hunt. Now, this is called The Best Halloween Hunt Ever. It's by John Beard. And, of course, Scholastic Publishing Company. Now, in the schoolroom, before Halloween arrives, the children make tricks, treats, and Halloween decorations to surprise their teachers. Tina's father collects the children to drive them for the country. They have to find either a block, a worm, a stick. They're special that has a very special Halloween song on it. Because their teacher hid a lot of Halloween treats. Now, little brother does not go to school, so mommy takes him to another special, special place. It's called a pumpkin patch. Now, they stop at the farm to pick pumpkins for a jack-o'-lantern. And we know that you can make all different types of faces, but of course, your mom or your dad or your teacher is right there to help you carve it out. Now, grandma has hidden treats and tricks all around the house to welcome the children. See, it doesn't doesn't just stop with your neighbors or even your house. Your grandpa and grandma have done things. And you have to find it. There is also a garden. Now, the garden is being decorated for the party, but already the children are searching for the truth. Oh, I think John already found a, a bag full of tricks, and Sarah found a little wiggly worm, and Tina found a pumpkin, and Alex found a little ghost toy, and Roy found a mouse. (laughs) What a toy mouse. Now, all alone the road, trick-or-treaters are in full swing, which is what you're going to do, too. You're going to be in full swing with your costume, and we're going to tell you twice what you need to have right after this story. Now, John, he found a little bird. I don't think it was real, but it certainly looked like one. And we also, Sarah found, she found a big little ball. A big little ball. It was a big ball inside was a little ball. (laughs) And Tina found a little birdie. But, of course, this birdie had feathers that were not a real birdie. And Alex found a whole little bag of candy money. And Roy found a lollipop. That was a pumpkin lollipop. Now, don't forget to look for the batty bat. <laughs> and the schoolyard had been turned into a monster mass with tricks and treats all around. Now, inside, there was a haunted house. Are you going to go to a haunted house, boys and girls? (laughs) 
I'm sure this one wasn't scary because they all came out and they're all having fun with their friends. And they got to go around the circle at their school showing off their costumes. What fun! Everyone was taking pictures and having a great time. And of course, we wanted to play that Halloween song. Are you ready, boys and girls? Here we go. Boys and girls, that little Halloween commercial for us. So happy, happy Halloween. I know that you have your favorite costumes on, and you're not supposed to wear them quite yet because it's not Halloween yet, but you want to try them on to make sure they fit, and then you also have to take some pictures to give to Grandma so that she knows. And you also have to have some pictures because it is a very, very special time. So we're so glad that you are going to be sharing with us. So you can call us at 914-338-0695 and tell us what type of outfit you're wearing. We would love to be able to hear that. Well, we know that. We have talked about our bedtime list. And so we have to make sure that we do some of those things on the bedtime list. Otherwise, you won't have done it because you'll be so tired that you will forget and fall asleep right before. So we want to make sure that you're clean as a whistle (laughs) and you walk behind your ears. And I also know that some of the parents right now, because it's not quite Halloween yet, are listening to the World Series game, and they are rooting for either the Kansas City Royals or either the San Francisco Giants. And so this is the perfect song to be able to play to get ready to go to bed. Well, actually, to take a bath. So happy Halloween, and get in there and make sure you have your perfect PJs. I know that some of you have already picked them out, And we already know that Aaron has the usual fire engine PJ. And, of course, Casey has her ballerina slippers and her ballerina PJ. And we're going to play Take Me Out to the Bathtub by Alan Katz. I get up, I wobble, 
once, twice, three times to stand better get a frame. You ready, boys and girls? <laughs> Are you out of that bathtub? So squeaky clean and smelling really, really good. And your slippers are right there by your bed. Isn't that great that Mommy already had him there? And Daddy, too. Daddy has your book. He's ready to read to you. And, of course, there's Poppy already in his favorite chair, rocking back and forth. And Nana is out in the kitchen making some very special treats. Treats. <laughs> I'm twisting my words, but very special treats for you because it's Halloween. I know that you probably have some things that you've probably never had before. We have this Halloween cookbook, and there's some things that you can be able to do to help your mommy or daddy. And also Nana, be able to make Halloween treats. Have you ever had... Oreo cookies? Well, you can make some crunchy spider Oreo cookies. Now, the spiders have eight legs, so you're going to have to get something that looks just like spider legs because that's what they use to catch their prey and put it in a web. Now, you can turn the table on these crunchy spiders and gobble them up as quickly as you can. Now, what you'll need is four round vanilla or chocolate cookies, something like and you may need two tablespoons of peanut butter or you can have cream and you can have 16 thin pretzel sticks and one chocolate chip. Now the tools you're going to need is a plate and a measuring spoon. Now you can also use crackers and spreadable cheese for this treat. Now you get the two cookies and you put them on a the plate, take them apart now you use the spoon, now spread the peanut butter or the cream, and then place the remaining cookies on top of each other, and then you stick the pretzel sticks into the peanut butter or the cream to make eight legs. And then you place two tiny small dots on the top of the cookie sandwich, and they look just like eyes. And there you have the crunchy spider what a treat. So when you have that Halloween party, <laughs> you will be ready. Now, boys and girls, I know that some of you have tasks when you get to class, and you've probably already been assigned those tasks, a Halloween play. Maybe you were at the Boys and Girls Club, or maybe you were at the community center, or maybe you were just with your aunt's house. And you're going to perform a Halloween play. And if you're too young, you'd be able to see your sisters or brothers or cousins or friends. Well, this book is called The Halloween Play. It's by Felicia Bond. And it also is by Scholastic. It was three days before Halloween. And Roger's class was giving a play in honor of the event. Every day the class practiced. Over and over and over to get everything just right. Invitations were made in school and families from all over town were invited. I know this has happened to you because you have had a time where mommy and daddy and some of you younger brothers and sisters even went to school to see a play that was given at your brother's and sister's school. Now that night at the performance, the auditorium was packed. Roger stood backstage. He had a small but very important role. Now when the curtains opened, 16 mice danced onto the stage. In the light of the moon, they leaped and twirled and sang. The play was very funny, <laughs> and the audience laughed when they were supposed to. Now, Roger listened closely from behind the curtain. His part was coming up. Oh, boys and girls, can you imagine how excited he is? 
He has three more lines, then two, then one, and Roger was on. The audience applauded wildly as the mice danced around their Halloween pumpkin. But Roger didn't need a picture to remember. It was all in his head. <laughs> that was so wonderful. I know you were having a great time listening to it. Are you in a play? Would you love to wish upon a star to make sure that maybe you get a chance to do that? Hmm. I'm not sure. That might be something that you might be when you get ready to go trick-or-treating. <laughs> well, it's time to find out what is not an ordinary day. And this is not no ordinary day, and it's by Susie Shelton. Why is this no ordinary day for you, boys and girls? Hmm. Do you get candy and treats on other days? Do you dress up and make believe? Well, I know that. Sada and Star and Shell and Aaron used to dress up all the time, even when it wasn't Halloween, because they had so much fun just dressing up. So lots of fun to be able to do. And I know that you love doing that too. Oh, boys and girls, are you getting creepy yet? Not quite ready? Still feeling like you're still wide awake? Hmm, what do we do when we're still wide awake? Well, we think, why on earth <laughs> are you still ready to talk? Because you're not quite ready to go to bed. You're having a little time closing those eyes. So, I think what we have to do is talk about it's not an ordinary day, and the reason why you're having such a hard time in doing it is because you're so excited because you're going to do Halloween, and it's not ordinary because you don't dress up and you don't ring on the doorbell and you don't walk around with mommy or daddy or your big brother or sister. Well, Susie Shelton talks about it's no ordinary day. You've had those. Sit down in your seat, snap it in, snap it in. Load up the car, turn the key. Farewell to your friends, you will see them all again. Time to make some precious memories, cause we're going on a road trip. Road trip! Na 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 na. Packing up my pillow and my bear, we're going on a road trip. Road trip! Na 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 na. Right, because we're going to join our friends to go trick-or-treating. And it's like a road trip because we're all piling in the car and getting ready to go. I know that I'm excited and I know that you're excited too. And you're not quite ready to go to bed. <laughs> you don't want to go to bed yet. But we want to hear this Halloween song because I think that that's something that we're preparing to do. Did you make sure that you were ready? Did you go through all the Halloween safety tips? Because we want to make sure that we're safe. Because one of the things about Halloween is you do it when it gets dark. And when it's dark, you've got to make sure that you're safe. Because we want this to be the best time ever. And we're talking about this 
every Halloween. How much fun we all have and we all got together. Now, we will probably be going with mommy and daddy, and sometimes we might even be going with grandpa or grandma, or our aunt and uncle, or sometimes we even might have a babysitter. But we want to make sure that we're safe. So before you cross the street, grab hold of someone's hand, and you cross all together. I'm looking both ways to make sure that the car sees you. Now, that's another great point. When you go, make sure that you have your safety light stick so that they could be able to see you because that's real important because it is dark when you go. And make sure that you don't eat any of the great candy that you're going to be getting. Take all of it home and let your mommy or daddy go through it because that will really make you feel really good because you know what you have to do boys and girls when you're out and you're having so much fun running from different house to house you need to see what you have so let's do that after we get there and the other thing is make sure that you say thank you after the people open the door and give you the candy because they were so nice to be able to do it so I'm telling you a few things that are called like the Halloween rules. And this is by the Bounce Patrol. What you want to be for Halloween? A ghostie or a goblin or the fairy queen? Are you sleepy yet? 
Or are you still awake? Are your eyes still as wide as golf balls? Or as wide as, hmm, maybe so wide that it's as wide as, 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 as a ball? I don't think so. <laughs> and we're getting kind of silly because that's what Halloween is like. Halloween is so much fun. And I know that some of you have all types of things that you have to eat. And we want to make sure that this treat, you take all of the things home to mommy and daddy's and you sit down and you go through all of it so that you can make sure that everything is fine for you to eat. And also, we don't want to have so much candy because then we'll be having another show talking about the tummy ache that we had because we ate so much, <laughs> which is kind of hard to do. Because you think that if you don't eat it all, that maybe it might be gone the next day. Well, like we said, this is a very special time because we're talking about Halloween. But I also want to talk about our very special friend. And he happens to be a porcupine. Now, if we know what a porcupine is, the porcupine has hair that goes all over the place, and also, if he gets a little upset, they kind of turn to like little needles a little bit, and they might shoot off, but that's only if he gets upset, and we know that we will not upset him, but his name, can you imagine, his name is the opposite. Now, boys and girls, do you know what the opposite is? If I say hot, what would you say? Well. I heard Jalen say cold. And if I said up, what would you say, Jalen? I heard him say down. So that's why it seems so funny when we call him Fluffy. It's a porcupine named Fluffy. And this is by Helen Lester. Starting to get snuggly? You're already snuggled into your bed with the covers not all the way up, but just halfway. Your slippers are down by your bed. You've already had your glass of water before you got in bed. And you're now squeaky clean. So here we go. Now when Mr. and Mrs. Porcupine had their first child, they were delighted now he needed a name. That's something. He was born and didn't have a name. Did that happen to you? Couldn't decide what name to name him. That is something because now we see what he looks like. So what do we call someone now that we know? And generally, we give them the name before they even born and before they even see you. So we're not quite sure what it could be. Do they grow into their name? Oh, is there somebody that reminds them of this person? Hmm, let's see. Should they call him Spike? No, Spike was too common. Do they call him Lance? No, Lance sounds too fierce. Do they call him Needle Ruser? <laughs> no, Needle Ruser was too long. Sprinkle? Pokey? Quillen? Then together they had an idea. <gasps> Let's call him Fluffy. It's such a pretty name, Fluffy. But soon... There came a time when Fluffy began to doubt that he was Fluffy. Uh-oh. He first became suspicious when he backed into a door and stuck fast. <laughs> that was not a Fluffy thing to do. He was even more convinced when he accidentally slept on his back and he poked holes in his mattress. 
a very unfluffy thing to do. When he tried to carry an umbrella, he knew the truth without a doubt. Fluffy definitely wasn't. Went right through the umbrella. So he decided to become fluffier. Clouds are fluffy, he thought. I'll be a cloud. But he couldn't stay up. Fluffy's going to find out what he's going to be soon enough because he's trying so hard. I know. Hello, Fluffy. He said, I'll be a fellow. When his mother sat on him, he was not He tried soaking in a bubble bath for 45 minutes, but he did not become fluffy. He became foggy. Put a little on each quill. It was not easy, and it took him more than a half a day. But this did not make Fluffy Fluffy. They should have named me Googie Five. Fluffy's so sorry for Fluffy. He ate a lot of Fluffy marshmallows. He rolled in shaving cream and feathers. He even tried to become a bunny. He was eating a carrot. But the truth remains, Fluffy wasn't. For an afternoon, Fluffy set out for a walk, trying to think of the ways he could become Fluffy. Have you thought of some of those ways, boys and girls? Before long, he came to Meet a very large rhinoceros. Oh, they might have something in common. Roar, says the rhinoceros. I'm going to give you a rough time. Fluffy didn't know what a rough time was, so he couldn't even respond to it. But it didn't sound good at all. What is your name? Small prickly thing, asked the rhinoceros unkindly. Fluffy, said Fluffy. The rhinoceros smiled. <laughs> he giggled. <laughs> he laughed out loud. He rolled on the ground. He jiggled and flapped his knees. He roared with laughter. A porcupine named Fluffy. <laughs> How's the rhinoceros? Fluffy was embarrassed, but he tried to be polite. And what is your name? He inquired. Uh, uh I can't say. <laughs> he he giggled the rhinoceros. Hubert <laughs> suggested Fluffy. Oh, I just can't say it. I'm laughing so hard to the rhinoceros. Harold? Or maybe Herman? Asked Fluffy. No! Guess the rhinoceros. It's hippo. Hippo? A rhinoceros named Hippo? Fluffy smiled. He giggled. Then he laughed out loud. He jiggled and he slapped his knees. He howled with laughter. A rhinoceros named Hippo. <laughs> Fluffy just cried. <laughs> A porcupine named Fluffy. A rhinoceros named Hippo. It was almost more than they could bear. Hippo and Fluffy, they rolled on the ground, giggling and laughing until tears came to their eyes. At last, they laid exhausted on the ground. From that time on, they were the best, best 
of friends, and Fluffy didn't mind being Fluffy anymore, even though he wasn't. The end. <laughs> that was just like we said, the opposite of what we had said. If you say hard, and then someone says soft, <laughs> they're like going, oh, you're as hard as a feather. <laughs> what a way to describe. But what was so funny is that they both knew that what they were called was so funny from what they actually were. So another time to be able to have fun, just like we're going to have fun with Halloween and having your very favorite costume. And I know, boys and girls, that you will make sure that you're safe and you'll have all the things that you need. And you won't be going out to dark streets and you'll make sure that you're with everyone. And you'll wear your favorite costume that you finally decided to be. It's amazing when all those things happen. I just have one question that I would like to ask you. Because I think that we've already answered what we're going to be for Halloween. I would like to know if you're sleepy yet. And I want to also know if you're yawning, if you are wondering if your eyes are still wide awake. Are your eyes so huge that we definitely don't even know whether you are asleep or not? Hmm. Are you sleepy? I'm not sure. And I would like to play for those babies that are already gone to sleep a song from Jennifer Hudson. That's a lullaby. For, not of course, of course not for you young toddlers. No, you're not, you're not sleepy yet. We're just playing this for the babies. For Kate, for baby Kate. He may have already have gone to sleep. And of course, since he's only just five months old, he still has his whole fingers, actually his whole hand, <laughs> in his mouth. So we want to say. Good night to Mr. K, Baby K, and also happy birthday for Aylin. But let's play Jennifer Hudson's lullaby song for him. Sweetly, little baby, 
and girls that have already gone to fast asleep. We want to thank you so much for joining us, even though you don't even know that we're even talking about you because you are sound asleep. <laughs> but for those who are still up, because we're not quite to go to sleep just yet, and we just want to thank you for joining us. And we also want to make sure that you know that we have gathered some new friends. I see their names here. And they will call and talk to us next time. I already see. Oh, someone said that they're going to be. Oh, my goodness. They're going to be Superman. Oh, we haven't heard that in a long time. Oh, and also, his little baby brother is going to be a lion. That's a great one. And do you know what you want to be, boys and girls? Not quite sure, but I think that you'll figure it out by the time it's time to get ready to be trick-or-treating. So we want to thank you so much for joining us, because this is a very special moment, and we already some songs for you, and we already over all the things that we need to do. So thank you for joining us, and we also want to be let you know that we're happy that you are friends, because our friends mean that we'll have someone to play with when it's time to go outside. We'll have someone to read our body when it's time to have a friend over. We'll have someone to go to the circus with when we need to have a friend to be with us. But having a friend is so special that even Randy Neiman talked about he's got a friend. Aunt Jewel's Bedtime Story you got a friend. Thank you for joining us. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. When the road looks rough ahead and you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed. You just remember what you Boy, you've got a friend in me Yes, you yeah, do you've got a friend in me you got a friend in me you got a friend in me If you got trouble I got them too you have a friend and also a friend that will go with you to trick-or-treating. Happy Halloween. Like Tommy Lee Wallace. Whoa. Alan, how were floors is that? Thank you, Tommy Lee Wallace. Be safe, boys and girls. Take a drink. Be safe. Take a drink. Take a drink.